0: Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Form Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Today, uh, I'm pleased to be joined by Professor Brian Peskin, and the topic of our uh, talk today is uh, lipids and oils. I'm Wally Taylor, MD, and I'm a physician for Forum Health Partners. Uh, My practice is in Austin, Texas, and as part of what we do, uh, I'm interviewing some of the leaders in uh, various fields of functional and integrative medicine uh, to try to bring more information to to our uh, followers. So today, uh, let me introduce uh, Dr. Professor Peskin, and then I've got a series of questions, and we'll just basically talk a little bit about the role of lipid and oils and why they're important to us in our quest for health and wellness. Professor Peskin earned his Bachelor of Science degree in electrical engineering uh, from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. He later received an appointment as an adjunct professor at Texas Southern University in the Department of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. The former president of the university said of Brian's discoveries, his nutritional discoveries and practical applications through life systems engineering are unprecedented. Brian has founded the field of life systems engineering sciences. This field is defined as the new science of maximizing desired results by working cooperatively with the natural processes of living systems. I love this whole concept, and it's certainly dear to my heart, that if we just maximize the human body and its ability to function as it was created, uh, it's amazing the levels of health and wellness that we can achieve and maintain. Of course, it's becoming harder because of the environmental degradation that we're seeing around us and the stress stress levels of our current current world. But um, so, Pre- Professor Peskin, is there anything else you'd like to add about your background before we get started?
1: Well, my wife was type 1 diabetic, doing everything right, and the physician's recommendations made her worse. That's what got me into the medical field initially, because it's what do I do? And you go to the health store and one's low-fat, you know, high carbs and the other ones, high carbs, higher, high protein, high fat, both written by eminent, you know, physicians. And who do you believe? So my comment back is I believe nobody. I believe the science and there's physiology and biochemistry. There's two sciences. Luckily I live in Houston right next to MD Anderson, uh, Jesse Jones library. And they were very kind to let me spend years in their library doing research. And there's 340,000 medical volumes there going back to the 1800s. I actually had my physical hand on a copy of the Lancet from 1840. So anybody going, we didn't track things, we didn't know this, we didn't know that is dead wrong. There were cancer registries in the 1900s. And it was amazing because what I learned was the science is on the left, what everybody's being told to do is on the right. So we can put a man on the moon you can see an electron at least the traces of it but i can't tell you what to eat and how to stay healthy that is insulting <laughs> and it should be very insulting so a whole new field came out after spending years researching this and then i started writing and one thing led to another and the discoveries are just enormous they're very foundational so i appreciate the time to let people know this and even with yeah. covid 19 we're going to talk about it destroys the virus i mean it just Wipes it out. It leaks at the cell membrane level, and it destroys it with the oils I'm talking about.
0: So you know, dovetailing off of of that, your your wife's issues with diabetes. Yeah. Tell me a little one. bit. Tell me a little bit more about the the catalyst that really helped you focus in on the role of lipid medicine and and the cell and mitochondrial and other organelle membranes, which I know is a lot of the focus of your interest.
1: Yeah. Excellent question. The work of Otto Warburg, MD, PhD, Nobel Prize winner, top physiologist of the 20th century, was talking about cancer, the prime cause of cancer. And it is lack of cellular oxygenation. Not in the bloodstream. You can measure anybody's oxygen level in the bloodstream, pulse oximeter. Everybody gets that in the hospital uh, anytime. And it's always you know in the 90s, unless you're ill. And it was, What is going on at the cell level to impede the oxygen? And one thing led to another, and I started looking at cell membrane, and it was, my goodness, cell membrane is 50% fat, 50% protein, virtually no carbohydrate in there. We have 100 trillion cells. What's in this fat composition? And it turned out 25 to 33% of that 50% were something called parent essential oils, PEOs, and that's parent omega-6 and parent omega-3. And the question I immediately had, could there be an impairment in the parent omega-6 or parent omega-3 that's leading to the lack of cellular oxygenation because cancer rates keep going up and up and up. And the answer was yes, there's a lot of food processing and The food processing is from the omega-6 oils, not the omega-3, they're too reactive. So nobody fries in flax oil, for example. They only fry in canola oil, or sunflower oil, or safflower oil, coconut oil, saturated fat, uh, olive oil, monounsaturated fat. The omega-6 fats are canola oil, which is a very, very bad oil because they process it, and it also has rapeseed, which is not good, and the whole answer is in the cell membrane. So Dr. Warburg, I'm standing on his shoulders and nobody knew how to increase the cellular oxygenation and these oils do that. And Dr. Campbell in 1976 was the first publication I could see that talked about the omega-6 oils having a huge affinity for oxygen. So everybody incorrectly thinks oxygen just goes in and out of the cell. There's about seven membranes, at least six that have to be transferred before the oxygen gets to the mitochondria. And it is actually the cell membrane can disassociate the same way hemoglobin disassociates the oxygen to release it. In the cell membrane, the oxygen can be released too. So there's two ways the oxygen gets increased. And his results were proven in 1953 and 1955 in America with scientists. Brilliantly, they deprived heart tissue of oxygen intermittently over two years. Every tissue they did that to developed cancer. The ones not oxygen deprived, no cancer. So the prime cause of cancer is the lack of cellular oxygenation. Now, there's hundreds of secondary causes. Asbestos, what does it do? Irritates and inflames. If you have chronic inflammation, we'll talk about that. You are taking important oxygen from that one area and using it over there to stop the inflammation. So you're going to be oxygen deficient somewhere else. This is it in a nutshell. Cancer can develop anywhere. So I spent years in the cancer field after the diabetes. I couldn't solve that. I was hoping to solve the diabetes issue. I could not regenerate a pancreas. I could optimize many of the other bodily metabolic systems to minimize the negative problems with diabetes, such as cardiovascular issues, retinopathy, neuropathy. We could minimize all those issues but I couldn't bring back a pancreas, so I failed, but nobody else in the world can do it either, to my knowledge. Cancer, you should not get. Heart disease, you should not get, but it's Otto Warburg that started me on this specific path. Cell membrane is, any, is, is everything, doc. It's not the nucleus. That's wrong. I can rip a nucleus out of a cell, and it'll live months. If I rip out the cell membrane a week and it's dead. So the intelligence of the cell is that membrane. It's called a bilipid membrane. Also, all of your mitochondria have them. There's a 100 trillion cells in all the organs and tissues. Each cell typically has 20 to hundreds of mitochondria, and the inner lining of the mitochondria, is called cardiolipin, that's all parent omega-6. So this whole thing with fish oil and omega-3 being the answer is the answer to sickness, not health. Fish oil is antifreeze for a fish. we're going to,
0: yeah, we're going to get into that whole uh, misunderstanding about omega-3. So it sounds like the the normal lipid membrane is really critical for oxygen crossing into the cell and then into uh, the mitochondria, for example. But I was interested when you mentioned that 50% of the makeup of the lipid membranes are proteins, and I was wondering if you could uh, comment a little bit about why do we have proteins in our cell membranes, or, and then also, what is the role of the lipid component? How does it interact with the protein component?
1: Yeah, very good question. My whole focus is on the lipids because the lipids tell the proteins what to do. This always gets missed. Everybody is concentrating on protein, protein, protein. What I tell people is you eat a steak, eat cottage cheese, eat any animal-based protein. You've got the amino acids. I look at what is the problem now compared with years ago. And the whole problem today is processing of the oils, not processing of the proteins. So we're getting the proteins. Proteins make your enzymes, they make your muscles. So proteins and the PEOs are the brick and mortar of every cell, every tissue in your body. They're the brick and mortar. They also make what's called long chain metabolites that are the signaling between the cells. So they do lots of stuff and we'll talk about in a little bit, but they are actually the brick and mortar. So you can have a wall that's falling apart and throw a paint, you know, coat of paint on it. It won't help the deterioration of the wall. So once you get the cell membrane integrity, bringing back the integrity through the PEOs, any physician's modality now becomes turbocharged. But if you don't solve the fundamental problem in those 100 trillion cells, no modality will be maximized. And that's really what I try and get across to physicians and their patients. This turbocharges any of the other modalities, which there are many, of course, but this is fundamental and it is the most underpublicized thing in America and the world. Nobody is talking about this and it is the cause because we're ruining the oils to get long shelf life.
0: What about the role of cholesterol in normal cell membranes? Cholesterol
1: is ubiquitous. It has tons of applications. It's the most produced product we have. If you look at the textbook of medical physiology back in the 90s, there was no quote bad term. This is a political term. Cholesterol actually transports the PEOs. So if you picture the cholesterol molecule here and a magnet, that's what's bringing them along. They don't just float in the bloodstream, they would be transported. So it's very critical. So what the cholesterol theory tried to do is because we're getting so much adulterated omega-6, you minimize that. You minimize the cholesterol, you minimize the bad parent omega-6 along with it. The problem is you also minimize the good parent omega-6 along with it, And you ruin yourself. That's not the answer at all. And that's why statin drugs are only 1% effective, according to pharma. This is their own numbers, which means a 99% failure rate. Me being an engineer, I make 100 cell phones, 99 blow up and don't work. Great job. That's that's 99% failure. Well, only in the medical profession is a 1% success. Brilliant. And with statins, it's a $14 billion industry. They don't work there's a much better solution. They don't stop heart disease at all. And it's these oils, but cholesterol is key. The problem with oxidized cholesterol, and that's where all the problem is, is not going bad in the body. I wanna make this very, very clear. Dr. Spyteller, at the time, Germany's top biochemist, and I spoke with him. All of it is coming into the body ready-made, from the bad parent omega-6. The cooking oils, the baking oils, all the supermarket oils have omega-6, the parent omega-6, and they're all adulterated and processed to get long shelf life. They're coming in ready-made, they get magnetized to the cholesterol, and when they look at oxidized cholesterol, it's all together. The cholesterol molecule itself, technically termed the cholesterol molecule, is highly, highly resistant Toxidation oxidation in the body, as is omega-6 in the body. Antioxidants take care of that, but it is not resistant if it's coming in already adulterated, which means exogenous, outside the body. And this is completely overlooked all the time. And by the way, a clogged and occluded artery is, is at least 86%, if not 90%, oxidized, adulterated, parent omega-6. I never see anybody talk about that. First question to me, what is in a clogged artery? It is the adulterated omega-6 you've eaten. Cholesterol in and of itself is critical. It is not harmful. It was never that way. It took the medical profession about 20 years to be indoctrinated into bad cholesterol. Even physicians will say it. Very, very tragic state of affairs. And they don't work. Just look at a cardiologist's office since statins, is nobody in there. They're overflowing. Well, that tells me how great they work. They don't. I mean, I work with a lot of cardiologists, and they don't.
0: So let's talk for a minute then about the the whole paradigm of the role of omega-3s. And of course, a lot of that gets played up because of some of the anti-inflammatory prostaglandins that are made from the omega-3 line. Uh, And then now there's a lot of work coming out with these SPMs uh, and the role that they play in turning off in, inflammation as well. So that's, that, I think that's led a lot to this movement toward the value and importance of marine oils in terms of replacement uh, to maintain cellular health. Uh, but I think we're a little bit off, off, off on the wrong track on that, can you comment about that?
1: Yeah, it's highly misguarded, again. There is 14% DHA in the brain. It's also in the retina. There's also 10% arachidonic acid, which is an omega-6 long chain metabolite. Okay, so there's parents and derivatives. The parents are LA and ALA. alpha linolenic acid, that's a parent omega-3. Linoleic acid, which is the parent omega-6. Everything else is made from that. Everything, including DHA, EPA. The mistake in the medical profession was years ago, they didn't have high-resolution chromatography, so they thought all the parent omega-3 would go to DHA and EPA, the long-chain metabolites. Wrongly, they thought it was high as 37%. It's less than 1%, so this was the biggest mistake the medical profession ever made And you need very, very little DHA EPA. The National Institutes of Health and USDA did radioisotope testing, and it was superb going how much goes into the brain. No more than 7.2 milligrams a day on a big brain person. That's two standard deviations. out. I'll say double it. That's 15 milligrams a day of DHA, EPA, anybody would need. And they're retroconvertible, so DHA and EPA, they go back and forth as the body needs it. So you can look at it as one total thing. Take a look at how much DHA, EPA is in a capsule of fish oil, it's over 600 milligrams. So we need 15, you're getting 600. The average person is taking 20 to 500 times, a pharmaceutical overdose, supra-pharmacologic overdose of DHA, EPA on a daily basis. So what's happening is this overdose, which is antifreeze for a fish, goes into all the organs it's not supposed to, including the skin. That's the reason skin cancer is through the roof, because the body can't just burn it up. It gets placed in there wrongly. Same thing in the mitochondria. Americans' number one complaint is I have no energy, I'm tired all the time, because all of the cardiolipin is supposed to be parent omega-6. If you're overdosing on the DHA, EPA from fish oil, it displaces the omega-6. Major paper came out saying how parent omega-6 rescues the mitochondria from the overdose of DHA. I've seen nobody reference this paper, but these are not in journals that a physician would read. Physicians read JAMA, New England Journal of Medicine, Lancet, the ones you know. I live in prostaglandins, leukotrenes, essential fatty acids, journal of lipids, biological chemistry. These are where these articles come from. So I read the medical journal clinical articles, but I also read the scientific lipid articles, and it is just a tragedy. When you look at how much DHA is in a cold water fish living at 30 degrees, compared with a warm water fish, Dr. Rowan, colleague of mine, sent me this, 14 times less. So remember I told you it was antifreeze for a fish, So the warmer the water the fish lives in, the less antifreeze it needs, the less DHA, EPA it needs. We're at 98.6. We need 14 times less than that. And what are we doing? Having more and more and more. We are killing ourselves. And Cochrane Review, which is the best reviewer of articles in the world for medical, 2018, little if any role of DHA in fish oil. It did not stop death in any category, and it did nothing to stop stroke, and it is worthless for stopping heart disease. I wanna make this very clear, the omega-3 series are extremely weak. The only reason I've ever seen omega-3 anything emphasized is because it displaces the omega-6, and everybody says omega-6 is bad. We're overdosed on omega-6. You've heard that, everybody's heard that. They missed one adjective. We're overdosed on adulterated, non-functional omega-6 because you can't have oils and food smelling like fish that's gone bad. That's rancid, that's the oxidizing at the fish market and the supermarket. So you have to stop that. The problem is by stopping that, you're stopping the oxygen transfer and you have a plastic cell membrane. What can go in, in and out of a plastic cell membrane? Nothing, a hydrogenated oil an intersterified fat, if you ask a plastics engineer, the chemistry is the same. You're running around with a 100 trillion plasticized membranes, so insulin doesn't go in. Gee, maybe that's insulin resistance. None of the hormones work, nothing going in and out of that cell membrane, and the cell membrane itself, brick and mortar doesn't work, so you have no real structural support. You have a leaky membrane, which, by the way, is beta amyloid and Alzheimer's. So all of this is tied together. The omega-3 series are very, very weak. The omega-6 series is incredibly strong because the first long chain metabolite is called PGE1, prostaglandin series one. It's number one because it's the most powerful. and That is the body's number one anti-inflammatory. And when they talk about COVID with all the people dying from a cytokine storm, The anti-inflammation from fully functional parent omega-6 stops that. It makes interferon and it stops the storm. So this is fundamental. It's also a vasodilator. So your arteries are open. You get the blood flow. Today we have impaired blood flow to the frontal lobe. This is why nobody has any empathy Everybody is running around fight or flight mode with a hairline trigger. You cut, you know, they cut you off on the on the highway, they're honking a horn in Houston, where I live, they're shooting people. I mean, we never used to have this. And I tell everybody, it is physiological. They're getting decreased blood flow. The other long chain metabolite comes from arachidonic acid. And Barry Sears did a very, very big disservice by telling everybody decades ago that arachidonic acid was horrible. It's not, there's numerous articles recently since he wrongly said this, that shows arachidonic acid harms nothing. If you have proper cell integrity, the free arachidonic acid is no issue whatsoever. It makes what's called prostacyclin, which is PGI2 and other prostaglandin. And it makes it where the platelets can't stick together. The platelet cannot stick to an arterial wall and it is also a vasodilator. So I don't know how you would getting a heart attack, how you could get it, if you're getting the right balance of parent omega-6, parent omega-3, organic, unprocessed. Last thing you need to know, i talking about arterial blood flow, the inner lining of the artery. It's called the intima. It's the same tissue as your skin, endothelial tissue, 100% parent omega-6. There's no fish oil in there. There's no omega-3 in there, just like the skin. There's no omega-3 supposed to be in here. There's no DHA EPA, unless you're taking a super pharmacologic overdose. It will go into the skin. This is why sunscreen doesn't work at all. DHA oxidizes, turns rancid at room temperature on its own. You can't stop it taking antioxidants or anything. There's something called lipofusca, and that's an age spot. So if anybody has age spots, those brown spots, that is oxidized, make a six on the skin. Well, it's also in your interior organs. Dr. Rowan sent me an article with this too. They gave monkeys the oxidized oil, had lipofuscin everywhere, and there was no amount of antioxidant that could fix it. So if you eliminate this problem in your arteries, I don't know how you'd get a heart attack. It is just so fundamental. With these two long-chain metabolites, PGI2 and PGE1, critical. Arthritis is rampant. PGE1 is the answer for that too. Typically, the arthritis problems go way, way down. And with the increased blood flow, uh, it's just phenomenal. They impact every system there is. And if you want to treat anybody with drugs or supplements or anything, if you don't have the blood flow you don't know, have the transport system. My colleague Paul Beatty talks about that extensively in Toronto. You need the transport system. We've shut it down. Nobody has enough blood flow anymore.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the way that you uh, fabricated or chose to fabricate the combination of seed oils to come up yeah, with, the Id- with Yeah, very, very with good question. Very, very good Id-
1: question.
0: Ideal uh, replacement for these parental.
1: Yeah, seed if oils? people are wondering where these oils come from. They're all seed oils. So they're in safflower, sunflower, evening primrose oil. Flax oil by itself it's a great source of parent omega-3, but it is horrible parent omega-6. And it's three to one backwards. If you look, you have to start with what makes a tissue. So the average one is four to one in favor of parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. So if I look at my heart, my liver, that's about four to one. Muscles, which is 50% of your body weight, is six and a half to one in favor of parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. If I look at the adipose tissue, that's a lot too, 22 to one, parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. So overall, the ratio, 11 to one, is what your body needs of parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. So anybody telling you we're getting overdosed on parent omega-6 needs to do a proportion and learn a little bit of algebra and figure out some physiology with the tissues before they open their mouths. You need a lot more. The problem is it's getting adulterated. Now, some of it isn't. So after years of playing around, it looked at about the best ratio one to one as a supplement to two and a half to one in favor of the parent omega-6. And doing this for decades, the results are just excellent. Four to one, some people use, is too much of the omega-6. This works excellent. I like about two to one. I also like having an oil with GLA, like evening primrose oil, because it bypasses what's called the delta-6 desaturase. Remember I told you a second ago, the PGE1, the anti-inflammatory? Well, that has what's called the delta-6 desaturase enzyme to get that made from the parent omega-6. If you have a chronic disease, if you're undergoing chemotherapy, if you're diabetic, if you're an alcoholic, if you have any disease, that will be impaired, so you won't get as much of it as you need. So you can play a trick, and it is a trick, but it's a fair trick and a good trick, and bypass that by having an oil with GLA, and the best one by far, because of its stereochemistry, it beats hemp oil, is evening primrose oil expensive as heck nobody uses it for 55 gallon drum it's at least wholesale $7,000 for 55 gallons $7,000 I was just looking at a restaurant website this morning they have a gallon of oil for $11 retail which if you looked at 55 gallons that'd be $500 500 compared to 7,500 that's the difference And and the restaurants are using the junk oils.
0: uh, So if if you begin to use a good, appropriately balanced seed oil mix.
1: As a supplement. And that's the thing, because people are getting these oils in their food. Even a piece of steak has some of the oils. Seafood has the oils. But a lot of them are non-functional because of the processing, because of the pollution. So you're getting some that work. The answer is supplement conservatively. And people think I'm a big maverick. I'm not, I'm very conservative, I'm an engineer. You want to take a conservative amount with no overdosing and it works perfectly. And we have physicians all over the world that can verify the results as you can with your patients.
0: How can you uh, determine uh, the ideal dose and does it depend on what's going on with the person's membranes At any point in time and then what would happen if you actually did supplement with excessive amounts would it would it lead to any problems or would it just be be wasted
1: very good question i find after many years of playing around i don't like people wasting their money so the biggest bang for the buck maximum efficiency is about 725 milligrams per every 40 pounds body weight for a patient that has no problems. So that would be about 2,900 grams or so, three grams, which is not a lot. Um, five grams is about a teaspoon to put it in perspective. For a 160 pound body weight person, and it's proportional. If they have a chronic disease, heart disease, cancer, you could take two to three times that dosage, maybe three months and then cut back a little. You can have double the dosage forever. I do a lot of writing extensively with books and medical journal articles. So I could be up at midnight till midnight and then have to get up again at you know four in the morning and you can do it with these oils. So you can take double. Uh, if you take triple forever, you'll get too much of the omega-3. You can always tell somebody with too much omega-3, they bruise easily black and blue marks, you walk into something, smack it, and you got this black and blue, you know, mark. You shouldn't be getting that, and you won't. Gums can bleed too easily. That's all too much omega-3, not too much omega-6. But I don't like people wasting their money. So double the standard dose for anybody forever is no problem. And I like splitting it up half in the morning, half at night, because you recuperate at bedtime. And it's an oxygenator, so you may think, well, gee, aren't I going to stay up all night if I take this stuff? No. You sleep incredible. One of my biggest supporters a long, long time ago, Dr. Burr, before he passed away in Scottsdale, Arizona, goes, I always used to have insomnia. I'd read everything on the oils. They never worked. The only thing that ever worked, saw me in the Townsend Letter, was a journal for physicians. And he tried it and go, my insomnia is gone. So it's unbelievable what this does. You wake up, boom. I mean, I can speak pretty fast. I couldn't always used to do this. This is the increased cellular oxygen. This is the increased eye-hand coordination. So athletes around the world use these oils and it's just unbelievable the difference. People don't know how good they should feel. They feel horrible all the time.
0: Is it better to take uh, these oils on an empty stomach or with food?
1: Good question. I do them on an empty stomach just so I can get into the bloodstream, it only takes 15 minutes. So I take some minerals, a detoxifier, the PEOs, and that's breakfast. I'll have it with coffee. They have a phenomenal appetite fulfilling effect, not suppression. Doesn't artificially suppress your appetite, it fulfills it because they're so nutrient dense and your body wants it. If you don't get these oils, your appetite can only go Dr. Wally, you didn't give me what I wanted. I don't know what else to do except make you hungry again. So it's eat, crave, eat, crave all day long, right? Then the nutritionist's in. Oh, you need to be eating six times a day. Anybody eating more than three times a day, you're on the path of diabetes. Get a dartboard, put a bullseye on it with your picture, and that'll be you. And this is what's happened to America by wrong nutritional advice. You should be eating more like a dog twice a day. Today I'll eat once, dinner. That's it. I'm not hungry. It's beyond belief. And the carbohydrate cravings go way down too. So it's, 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 it's just incredible. And when you see the results, and everybody gets them. has nothing to do with genetics, anything. We all have the same biochemistry and physiology. There's minor variances. But oils change the composition of the tissue. Dr. Lands did a superb article in 1990. The percentage of good oils to bad oils you eat constitute the cell and tissue membranes. So if I'm eating 60% junk, 60% of every one of those hundred trillion cells will be junk. So the answer is not eat zero junk. You're not going to do that. I'll go to fast food restaurants myself now and then. And as long as you're getting the good oils, parent omega-6, parent omega-3, it's a non-issue. Some of my
0: patients uh, describe a lot of difficulty absorbing fat. They're they seem to be fat, fat malabsorbers. Uh, is that an issue with these uh, parent essential oils? Not with these. I've
1: never known anybody not to. Even patients with no gallbladder. They may take less at a time, but I've never had anybody that can't absorb them. Because every tissue in your body, remember the 100 trillion cells, have fats. They make it. So if they didn't have them, they'd be dead. So it's not these oils because they're biologically required, but if and they're overdosing the on fish oil, for example, they're going to have a big problem. Body doesn't want it. Your body tries to tell you what to do.
0: Yeah, a lot of people do complain of uh, the marine oils causing them a lot of belching and reflux sure symptoms, and but you don't see that with the uh, zero feed oils. None. None. Now another thing that we we talk to our patients about is the fact that. Because of uh, the tendency to build up a lot of uh, pathologic uh, oils in our membranes, some people call them the very long chain fatty acids and so forth. That, that as they take these uh, parent essential oils over time, it's like performing uh, an oil change in their body. Is that beautiful a, a, analogy? Is that a fair Excellent. analogy? to be uh, talking to people about in this Oh, that's
1: a perfect analogy. And by the way, it takes 18 weeks to rid yourself of the excess DHA EPA in the cells. They looked at this test too. So four and a half months to correct a fish oil overdose. Now that hasn't made you better. That's just gotten rid of the negative problem you've caused and brought you back to zero. So from what I've seen in clinical results, takes about a year to get people maximized to where their cells should be. But you will see improvements immediately. The skin, much softer. Women go nuts with how soft their skin is. The guys too, the fingernail, which is all epithelial tissue. Smooth, no bumps, can't break the nails. We have surgeons going, Brian, I use my nails in surgery and I can't break them anymore. They just become phenomenal. Most women have very thin nails. That goes away. Your hair grows faster. I mean, there's very, very big tangible effects. But for about a year, you just get better and better and better. The biggest thing is energy. Gee, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm not tired. It's not hype. we like, I'm bouncing up and down the wall with caffeine. That's not it in the least. I'm just not tired. It's like the Energizer Bunny. You know, the ads goes and goes and goes and goes. That's the way a person should be, but we never are. Again, people just don't know. What it is to feel great is—it's a real tragedy, and these oils are fundamental to it. But very good question. So they have a nice path of a year to get better and better and better and better, and then if there's any heart disease issues like occlusions, those get reversed. Dr. Weiss, superb German physician in 1981, PGE1 dissolves clogs, so you can reverse heart disease. They don't talk about it, but I've got the articles. They're there. They do it, and from what we've seen, it's proof in, in, in the class. Dr. Kagan, a renowned radiologist, the only time he's ever seen plaque reversal in a patient, and a smoker no less, was somebody taking the oils I recommend with the formulation I recommend. And it was uh, an annualized like 22% decrease. He goes, I've never seen any plaque reversal, more than 5% in anybody annualized and i've never seen a smoke or reverse plaque ever what the heck are you doing here and he's he 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 was president of uh nuclear medicine division of the pathology association so very very renowned radiologist and uh it was measured with 64 slice ct so it's not somebody making this up they can measure it and see it the plaque went down
0: well certainly uh the role of reversal of uh, ischemic change uh, or obstruction of the vessels is huge. What are some of the other big uh, clinical realizations? You mentioned a little bit about skin changes, but can you tell us a little bit more about what sort of clinical uh, work has been done to really show uh, some other effects of placement of these supplements? Sure, the skin
1: is huge. A lot of people today are taking drugs that are steroidal-like or steroidal-based and destroy your immune system. This is why every contraindication, if you have tuberculosis, if you have this, if you have that, see your doctor before you start taking this thing. The answer is not with an immune suppressant lowering drug. It's get the right oils in the skin to begin with. So we have superb dermatologic results with eczema and all kinds of skin conditions, rashes that go down once you've had these oils in you. If they don't do the job themselves, of course you can add a drug, but typically they do the job. 80% of women get terrible headaches because of the increased blood flow. That doesn't happen. The headaches go away. So if anybody is used to getting headaches all the time, they get minimized. Uh, Dandruff, big problem today. All kinds of shampoos for that. They take a hike typically because remember, your skin is 100% parent omega-6. So if you get the fully functional and the oils have to be organic. There's no problem there. It goes on and on. The appetite fulfillment is phenomenal. And the cravings for carbs go way, way, way down. This is the biggest problem in the world with diabetics, for example. I have a lot of diabetic physicians that go, Brian, I can't get any of my patients to stop the damn carbs. You know, They'll go, I'd rather die than not have the soda. Well, your cravings go down. It's like we have couple of cats, you can keep their food bowl full all the time. They're not eating it all the time because they're not hungry. With these oils, you can walk by a pizza, a piece of cake, the candy bar, the soda, everything. I just don't want it. Most people, and I wouldn't believe it either until I tried this, and that's what really got me on this ratio. I was starving one day, and I told people, go out to McDonald's and get me some garbage. I don't care what it is. (laughs) Just eat it. And I took this oil blend. To about two to one, parent omega six, parent omega three, they came back. I didn't need to eat it. It was it was how the I'll never forget it. It was how the heck can this be? I mean, I took a half a teaspoon of oil for crying out loud. That's all, and it it, it did this in fifteen minutes. Now we have athletes increases your performance by twenty five percent. We have bodybuilders they can press twenty five percent more time before they fail, it decreases recuperation time by about 25% too, so bodybuilders are in absolute agony, typically the second day after training, that takes a hike, they don't have the agony anymore, the increased oxygenation, so all the sports people, I don't care what you're doing, if you're a runner, if you're a tennis player, they go on and on and on, and It has to be this because it's so fundamental. So I get reports all the time with with all kinds of clinical conditions that pretty much take a hike. Celluloid in women goes away too. I did a test with my own wife. I gave her the oils she had in. She was young, you know, 30s. And it's starting Hill Valley crinkly. That's a defective cell membrane structure. They're supposed to be like two pieces of paper, not magnetized. Well, if you have magnets in there, they're gonna go by gravity and go down. That's that hill valley mess. Once you go back to the proper cell membrane, it's just the skin and the fat on top of each other. You don't have any of that garbage. So it's beautiful. And then I gave her, I stopped giving her the oils. I tricked her, gave her something else that looked like the same, came back. So that's called cause and effect. That was Dr. Kagan's experiment too, by the way. The patient stopped taking the oils unbeknownst to Dr. Kagan, the clogging came back when he measured it. Mm -hmm. So cause effect is what I want to see as an engineer. I have no interest in associations. That's epidemiology and association just means I need to look further. I want cause effect. I do this, I get this result. I stop this, the result comes back. But
0: the, you know, uh, what about in neurologic, uh, degenerative neuro- neurologic disease? We're seeing it helps so the much, nerves,
1: too. Yeah, so we, we've seen that. very, very good results with that. Typically, it's not the nerve that's decayed or cut in half. It's the structure of it. So we've seen very good results with neurologic patients.
0: So, like peripheral I can, I can tell you with diabetic
1: patients too. Neuropathy gets postponed for decades. We've gotten superb results with neuropathy, and there's almost nothing they can do. f lipoic acid, they can. There's a few things they try, but these oils are phenomenal for nerve integrity.
0: Wow! So uh, this is a little bit of what getting away from from the parent essential oils. But you know, we yeah. have patients that are having trouble uh, gaining weight. And we talk to them sometimes about medium chain triglycerides as a good energy source. Can you comment about that with your your, uh, nutrition cap on?
1: Well, MCTs are good. They don't go to body fat. It's called a medium chain triglyceride. It fulfills your appetite and you use it for energy. Uh, I don't typically specialize in weight gain. You know, I go the other way around. The people come to me as I'm diabetic. I can't stop eating so I go the other way. But MCTs are okay. Um, they give you more energy. You're not eating the carbs. Carbs make you tired because of that huge insulin spike you get. Your body going, get all that sugar out of me. And I noticed with the Paranoils, I don't need any MCTs. I used to do it 20 years ago with bodybuilding. And that was a thing then, but I found I don't even need it now.
0: Excellent, excellent. Great, well, um, this has been really informative, uh, Professor Peskin, thank you so much. Are there any uh, parting ideas that you'd like to share? And, and also, I w- maybe comment about what's been the most uh, dramatic or eye-opening thing that you've seen in your career with these
1: PEOs? Two things, I'm a theoretical guy, but I like clinicals. So we did a trial with mice with cancer and it impeded their rate of tumor growth. So that was very, very nice to see. And the way they do these studies is they give them about a million cancer cells at once, where in the body that would never happen. You don't start out with just boom, I have cancer all over the place. It takes about a decade to have cancer really get big. So you've got a lot of time to fix cancer. And these oils are the biggest anti-cancer pathway there is. And I've got a book. It's called The Hidden Story of Cancer. I hope people check out my website because we're talking about it. So it's my name, Brian B as and boy, R-I-A-N, P as and Parent, E-S-K-I-N dot com, Hidden Story of Cancer, and PEO solution. Those are the two. Main books. There's 24 Hour Diet too. The doctors asked me to write a scientific based uh, book so you could tell patients what to eat based on physiology and biochemistry with no nonsense. So those three are there. Those are very, very good resources. Uh, so with the cancer, the second one was heart disease because. Heart disease rates go through the roof with cancer patients. Most people don't know that because they're just going at cancer, but it's tied to that. So we did another study in 2010 with digital plasmography, which measures blood flow. And you can stratify people by decades. So 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, and people taking these oils for just three or four months decrease their biological arterial age by up to a decade. Just doing this, no change of anything else. So that gave me the clinical where I'm increasing arterial flexibility because your artery is supposed to go like a balloon. The heart pumps and it should expand. Hardening of the arteries is like a straw. So just imagine you have all this pressure and the artery cracks. That's what you're getting. And it doesn't have to occur. So that oxygen can transfer from the cell membrane Those are the two biggest killers in the world, cancer and heart disease. These oils drastically impact both of those diseases. So That shocked me how something so simple at the cell membrane level could do this. That that was probably the biggest thing. Very very, very good question you asked.
0: Excellent. Well, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate everything you've done to forward this whole concept of the importance of these lipids for our physiology, and, and thanks also for taking the time today to share some of your wisdom with uh, with our viewers, uh, but we'll, we look forward to meeting you hopefully in the near future, Professor Price. Yes. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and
1: to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.